0: So by showing your journey, by inviting people into your challenge, by showing up without makeup and showing up in the mess and just doing it anyways, you're actually building a brand that your people can relate to. And it's an invitation for them to say, huh, if she can do it, I can do it. Hi friends. Welcome back to the Brand Is You podcast. I wanna just dive right in today, and I wanna talk about relatability in your brand. I wanna talk about what relatability means, whether it's for you or not for you, um, so that you can make an informed decision for yourself about what type of brand you wanna build. Now, there are all sorts of different brands out there, um, and today we're gonna talk about relatable brands versus exclusive brands. And we'll just use really basic language here and say like, Some brands feel superhuman. Some brands feel super us. Some brands, some people, right? The brand is you. The brand is people in in our case. And some people feel like, wow, I get you. I resonate with you. I am just into everything that you are saying you are me. And a relatable brand allows your audience to see themselves in you. Now, an exclusive brand or an unrelatable brand feels a little bit unattainable, right? There's a little bit of something there that I don't quite have or I can't really tap into or I don't really get. It's sort of like that's not me, but I I maybe want it to be me or I can see myself in that role. One day from now. Um, and I'll use a really simple example for you. I I don't align with Rolex watches or Tiffany rings because I don't I can't understand buying a hundred thousand dollar diamond ring or a you know fifty thousand dollar watch. That's there's an exclus exclusivity there, an, an unrelatability for me that's like, oh yeah, I don't live in that world, right? Now some people do, and to some people those brands are relatable, are accessible. But when we look at the population of the world, those exclusive high-end luxury brands are way less relatable to the majority of the people. Most people can't afford a $100,000 ring or a $50,000 watch. More people can afford a $1,000 ring or a Thousand dollar watch, for example. Okay. So already by price point, by marketing, branding, language, um, all of these sort of elements, we can decide, we can choose whether we are in the market to build an exclusive brand that relates to the few or we're here to build a relatable brand that connects with the masses. Now, I personally i want to build a relatable brand i want people to come to my instagram feed to listen to my podcast to see a picture of me to read an email and be like whoa i can relate to this woman okay i get her she gets me we've we've shared similar experiences not the same experiences but similar experiences she's in a similar situation or on a similar life path now One of the ways that we can choose who we are going to relate to in our brand is by identifying our sole clients, right? Can my sole client afford a $100,000 ring? Is that who I'm marketing for? Is that who I'm trying to speak to and reach, okay? Or is my target audience, my sole client, someone who has kids, is running a business, feels scattered, has to try and figure it out, is looking to build, you get the point. Right. So by recognizing who our sole client is, we can make an informed decision as a brand builder of like, who am I trying to reach? And therefore, what type of brand am I going to build? Exclusive for the few or relevant to the masses, relatable for the many. Okay. So for me, I value community connection real vulnerable true relationships friendships my my clients often turn into friends I see people in the streets on the train tracks behind my house who follow me and are like oh my gosh like I follow you and I feel like I've known you for years like I like that okay now in building a relatable brand there's a few things that we need to consider one your sole client so you we've already done this okay and i'm going to assume for the rest of this podcast episode i'm going to speak to those of you who want to build a relatable brand and for those of you who are thinking about who or who are already kind of in the process of building an exclusive brand we'll talk about that too a little bit throughout this conversation okay um but I wanna build a relatable brand and build those connections for a few reasons. Number one, I like to speak to the majority. I I don't wanna be an exclusive brand that's only available to the few because I have a really deep connection to collective energy, to community, inclusivity, accessibility are really important values for me. This is why I've you know, started to experiment with pay what you can offers. This is why I have tiered pricing. Um, This is why I, I show up in sweatpants and show up as a real unfiltered version of myself because I really value the humanness, the rawness, the like day to day. This is who I am. Meet me as who you are. All right. So that's important to me. Because my values are inclusivity, accessibility, community, and relationships. Now, if you are someone who doesn't value those things as much as you value other things, then you may be better off creating an exclusive brand. But if you are someone who values community, inclusivity, accessibility, and relationships, then you will be better off building a relatable brand because more people will connect with you. Okay, so how do we do that then, right? How do we build a brand that is relatable and what are the benefits of that? So here's here's what I see. I see relatable brands as the everyday option. I see relatable brands as people that become safe places. People are brands. Brands are people, right? So brands and people that become safe places. Brands and people that help us feel seen in who we are, that help us feel like you can help me, that help help people feel like this brand, this person can hold me and carry me because they understand me. And how do I know that? Because they communicate to me on a regular basis what their story is, what their journey is, what their challenges have been, what obstacles they've overcome. And I, as a human being, having my own experience over here can relate to that experience that journey and those challenges for myself. So there's an instant relatability here and relatability creates connection. Okay. If I feel like I can relate to you, then I feel more connected to you. If I feel that you are exclusively for the few and I am not one of those few, then I am way less likely to feel connected to you. Right. So relatability to me is this open invitation for deeper relationships with more people who can relate to my humanness. And I bring that relatability into every element of my brand. Now, I recently shared a reel on my feed, and the reel was about brand photos and professional photos, okay? So I said in the reel, like, you do not need professional branded photos in order to get your work out into the world. Selfies, you without makeup, you in your regular environment snapped on a cheap old camera will do. And the reason I shared that message was because I believe that your message and your work trumps good imagery it's more important that you get your work out into the world than it is that you wait to be able to invest in branded photos or professional photos okay now i love branded photos i i use branded photos i've spent thousands of dollars on on branded photos video etc that's how we're here having this conversation there's a camera there's equipment there's a videographer all here i invest in that for myself. And I've spent a decade before this filming all of my own videos. Set up in front of my computer. Recording on Zoom. I made hundreds of thousands of dollars before I invested in this professional setup. Okay? Now, that is relatability. People seeing you in the world just do the damn thing as you are. That's relatability. I like to balance artistry and creativity with real human experience. So you will often see me in my videos and my Instagram stories with my kids around, or in a creative mess. You'll see me typing away on my computer with my blotchy glasses and my hair all over the place, because I want you to see the realness. Because the realness is relatable to more people, and the more people I can connect with, the bigger impact my brand has. Okay, so what are ways specifically that you can relate to your audience? First and foremost, you have to know what your audience is going through. You've gotta know what their struggles are. You've gotta know what their pain points are. And you don't have to exaggerate those pain points. You don't need to lead with the pain points in your marketing, but you do need to understand them so that you can speak with a, a voice, so that you can bring a brand tone into the way that you communicate that says, hey, I see you. It's compassionate, right? It meets your soul client where they're at. So I'll give you an example would be like, hey, I see you. You have something important to say to the world. And yet when you go to say it, you get stuck because writing is tough for you. I totally understand. Many of us weren't created or born as writers, Right. So let me help you as a copywriter, content strategist and brand creator. I can support you in getting your word out into the world, getting your work out into the world by articulating what you do and who you are. So in that example, I have recognized where my client is recognized and identified what their struggles are and I've said, hey, I get it. We're all different. We all have different strengths and weaknesses and some of us aren't born writers the same way some of us, most of us aren't born as NBA players or as professional figure skaters. I get it. I've got that skill and I can help you. So let me let me meet you where you're at, okay? So in, in bringing compassion, in bringing this... Um, form of communication that says, hey, I see you. I get it. I've been there. I struggled with that. Yep, overcame that obstacle too. Or hey, yeah, don't worry about it. Not all of us have that thing, right? But I can help you with that. Or here's my invitation for you to solve that problem. That is where our audience on the other side says, oh, not everyone's good at writing? Oh, I never really thought of it that way. I thought I was the only one. Or they say, oh, yeah, I guess I do get stuck on my words when I try to articulate them. Shoot, thanks for offering to help me, right? So they identify their problem. They see that you see their problem and they also recognize that you can help them solve that problem. So this is where the relatability becomes this Engine for relationship trust likability knowability. When we step into that role of vulnerability and say, "Hey, I used to struggle with that," or "Hey, tons of my clients have that issue." Hey, I get it. Right? We we all struggle with that from time to time. And then all of our all of the sudden, our clients don't, or our potential clients, I should say don't feel so isolated, they don't feel embarrassed, they don't feel alone, they don't feel like oh, I should be able to do this, what the hell is wrong with me, why can't I figure this out, they all of a sudden feel like oh this woman gets me or oh they they see, they see me, right, and we normalize that pain point rather than exaggerating it and all of a sudden our soul clients and our audience feels more connected to us because we're like opening our arms to say hey I see you, I feel you, I get it. OK, so other ways that you can bring relatability into your brand, um, show up as yourself. Yeah, don't only show the highs. Don't only show the celebrations and the milestones. Share the struggles, like share the shit, share the real. Show up in sweatsuits, in in your makeup free face. Show up in the mess as much as you show up in the glory. And I want to... Um, you kind of preface this like showing up in the mess by saying like, don't show up in the, in the process of the mess. You know, don't show up when you're having the breakdown. Show up after the breakdown to say, holy cow, wow, that was a breakdown. And here's what I did to get through it. Okay? Not, oh my God, my boyfriend just broke up with me and I don't know what to do. Someone please send help. SOS. That's too relatable. Okay, we don't, we're not your best friend. This is not the hotline, right? This is not your therapist couch. This is the space where you are building a personal brand that shows people how you can help. So by showing the mess, what I'm saying is, hey guys, last week was super challenging for me. I went through a a death, an entire ego death, and it was deep. And here's what I learned. Here's how I dealt with it. Here's how I moved through it. So you're relating to the place that your potential soul client is, experiencing the ego death. And rather than saying, I'm in it, I'm dead, I'm gone, right? Rather than saying that, you're saying, hey, holy moly, that was intense and here's what I did. So you're still offering guidance. You're still showing up from the the place of the expert and, and the person who made it through so that you can offer it to that person. But what I see a lot of people doing You know, is instead of sharing the honest experience, they really only share the good stuff. And what happens when we really only share the good stuff is that we accidentally pedestal ourselves right? People start to think, oh, she's perfect. Oh, she only drinks green juice. Oh, she works out for four hours a day. Oh, yeah, but she just gets it. She knows how to sell. She, she's got it all figured out. I can't relate to that because I'm not perfect too, right? So by showing your journey, By inviting people into your challenge, by showing up without makeup and showing up in the mess and just doing it anyways, you're actually building a brand that your people can relate to and it's an invitation for them to say, huh, if she can do it, I can do it. If she can get through it, if she can build a brand, if she can sell, if she can lead, if she can, then I can. And that's where the relatability really starts to work in our favor because our soul clients start to see themselves in us. And when people can see themselves in another, they're way more likely to connect with that person and and vulnerably put themselves out there. Now remember that relatability requires vulnerability. Relatability requires vulnerability. So if you want to build a relatable brand, you better get willing to put yourself out there right you better get willing to show your imperfections to share your challenges and your struggles and to share them with as much pride as you share your wins and your accomplishments right in building a relatable brand we're not we're not having to say i'm better than you we're not having to say i'm i'm perfect come here i can help you Where what we're saying is hey Human world, human experience, bumpy ride, friends. Let's get on. Like, hop on, jump on the train, because we're going places. We're moving through that. Despite this, we're aiming for this. With this, we're going for that. Right? So we're saying, hey, it all belongs here. Not just one way, not just this way, not just that way, but in all the ways we all belong and i get you you get me let's do this so showing up human in your brand creates relatability and relatability builds relationships and i think that you'll find as you start to lift the veil as you start to allow yourself to show up you will increase your engagement you'll have more people saying holy shit! this was speaking just straight to me Or, oh my gosh, it's like you're speaking to my soul. Or, are you in my head? Right? And you'll have people in your audience say, whoa, this is hitting me so hard. Whoa, I needed this today. Wow, this hit right, because you are creating from a a human place, a relatable place, that that person feels so deeply attuned to the message you're sharing because they relate to it too. So get into your soul clients' heads, get in there understand them, right? Ask them questions, listen to their responses, and really allow yourself to create from this relatable place that's an invitation for people to see you so that they can see themselves in you. Remember, we're all mirrors, right? What you see in me that you like is something that you want for yourself, right? The thing that, that, you are desiring is going to trigger you somewhere, and you can use that trigger to respond to your desire. Rather than being jealous, take an action. Rather than wanting something, do it, right? If you can see me doing something that you desire for yourself, then relate to it. Plug into it and say, okay, if Robin can do that, I can do that. Use it as a driver. So. Relatability for me is really important because I don't want to be paddled. I don't want to ever give the illusion that I'm perfect because you've heard me say this so many times I'm a mess. And I really genuinely believe that somewhere, at some point, we're all messes. And I love that. I love that about the human experience. And I don't ever want to erase the journey or the messiness. I want to include it. I want to incorporate it into the experience. I want to talk about it. And that's important to me. I don't want to talk to the few people who've had this really perfect experience. I want to speak to people who are experiencing the entire human experience. Sweatpants, curled hair, lipstick, no makeup, sweatpants for days, depression, bliss, traveling, being a homebody... I want to talk to the whole experience and I want to talk to it in a way that I experience it, in a way that I can relate to it. So this is going to help you build a relatable brand, showing up vulnerably as the truest expression of who you are on both ends of the spectrum, the full spectrum, lifting the veil so that vulnerability can be present in your brand. That's relatability at its finest. And if none of this is relating to you and you're like, blah, 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 Rob, Bloobity, blah, 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 human experience, messiness, then perhaps an exclusive brand is more aligned with you, where you do speak to the few, right? But in my case, and with a lot of the clients that I work with, relatability is a value. It's really important. So I hope this podcast sort of gave you a little bit of insight and gave you some inspiration to consider Right? When it comes to building a relatable brand that your audience really feels connected with and play with it, right? Just like everything, building your brand is a process. So invite this in. Allow yourself to say, okay, how do I want to relate to my soul clients? How do I want them to relate to me? What are the conversations that are going to inspire that connectivity and that resonance and that relatability? What are the things that I can talk about that I know will resonate and land with my soul client? Okay, and then invite yourself to get realer about it, right? Allow yourself to show up in the truth of it and see how that feels. Relatable brands, baby. I'm, I'm certain that that's where it's at. You know, exclusive brands certainly have their place in the world. But when it comes to personal branding, I think that there's a real, real beautiful thing about people being able to relate to people. And that's, that's what I'm here for. You know, I'm here for heart-to-heart connection. I'm here for vulnerable conversations, truth on top of truth, realness on top of realness. And so far in my experience, it's been really successful. So play with it for yourself. And I'll see you next week right here on the Brand is You podcast. I love you.